For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, fans? Our partners here at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's NBA Finals, NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50%. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Not only does Bet Online sponsor the Boss Man Show, they'll sponsor you too. Get bet, bet online today because the Boss Man said so. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man show, associate head coach of UMKC The Rules. It's Joey Pacito, a guy I've known since I was a kid. He's on that show now. Coach, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. It's hard for me to imagine that you were a camper at one time. I don't know if that's good or bad. Maybe I'm just getting old. That's not good. I don't know. But, you know, it's funny because one of the players that's coming to play for us here at UMKC, his dad um, was one of my players at Angelo State. So, that's just, you know, that whole longevity thing. And before I get in trouble, it's not UMKC anymore. It's Kansas City basketball. So okay. I got to make sure I, I keep that out there and, and get that clarified because I get I sometimes forget, but that's what it is. But great to see you. Yes, and folks, it's funny. Like, Coach, I've talked to L.C. Cole and uh, Johnny Cole and um, Rod Reed and James Reese. I was all you all's camps as a kid. So it's now having you all on my show. It's like full circle. I'm getting older. You all can know the two. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. LC Cole, man. He was, he, he was a great guy. He, he was, he was so enthusiastic. Him and his brother in the football program. And, and uh, man, I love TSU. That was a good place. It was a fun place to be. And some of my finest years with Frankie Allen that really got me kickstarted to get into the power five. So 
I, I owe a lot to Frankie Allen and what he was able to uh, teach me in those years. Now, how how is Coach Allen doing? I haven't talked to him in years. Is he, is he still doing radio for UMES or? Yeah, he's still doing some radio. He got some radio gigs and doing some consulting. And he's doing great. You know, he's living that retired life. He was a guy that I really respected. He was a he was a great coach. And he was great in the community and did some great things at TSU. And you look at the NCAA tournament appearances and you look at uh, the, the years he had with Carlos Rogers and some of the great players that he had and what he did at Virginia Tech. And he's one of the better coaches out there that uh, sometimes I think didn't get the credit that he deserved. Um, but a guy that I truly respect and I can call him my friend. And it was cool for me, Coach, to come over from Atlanta to the camps with you guys, man, and meeting Carlos Rogers. Meet Anthony Mason, meet Monty Wilson and Jeff Johnson, those guys as a young dude, you know, <laughs> and I know that, that uh, Monty lives in Atlanta now. So, yeah, a lot, lot of tradition there. You know, when you look at the school and the history of the school and the Oprah Winfrey's and the Ed Tutal Jones and, and all the things that happened at TSU, I love the place. And it was one of the places I think I really started to get a little heavier because the food was unbelievable. I can remember sweats right down the street. Yes. Like pork chop I ever had in my life. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun living there, and, and, and those three years that I was there, TSU was great. Now, Coach, I'm going to ask you a question. You kind of leave it to, to a question I had later about asking ask if you brought up food. Now, what's better barbecue, Kansas City or Memphis? I know you're in Memphis as well. I got to say Kansas City because I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. But I'll tell you, that rendezvous at Memphis barbecue was pretty pretty good, too. But uh, I'm starting to get to know the places here. You know, we've had a few recruits in, and we've had an opportunity to – you know, go to different restaurants here. You know, they're famous Gates and Jack Stack. And there's a whole bunch, Q39. There's, there's a whole bunch of them, but they've all been pretty good. I'm not a huge barbecue guy, to be totally honest with you. But uh, I'm not a spicy guy. And But I but I do like the dry rub. And I know that Memphis, you know, rendezvous have probably had the best that I've ever had. Yes, and I love going to go work the Grizz games because I get some rendezvous nachos. Uh, I get oh, the yeah. chicken. I'm not much of a pork guy, but I'm a, I'm a poor chicken guy. But it, it hits the spot. You know, I, I try to watch my portions. I want to stay in shape. But, you know, when I go to Memphis, I got to give me some of those. And in the, in the, in the, in the, without the, the media center, I got to give me some of those chicken, pulled chicken nachos, Coach. And I love it with the Grizzlies. I'm happy they went to the playoffs so I can go over to Memphis and get me some. <laughs> no question. You know, I, that just kind of brings me to a topic of, I've lived in great places. You know, when I look at all the places that I've lived and now moving to Kansas City, Kansas City is a great city. I didn't know too much about Kansas City. Obviously, I knew about the Chiefs, you know, Pat Mahomes, who was a quarterback at Texas Tech when we were there. So I had a chance to watch his career in college. And I didn't know a lot about Kansas City. But now that I'm here in Kansas City, all the places I've been, the Memphises, the Minnesotas, the you know, the, even the Lubbock, Texas, that people said, oh, you're not going to like Lubbock, Texas. I loved it. So I'm really blessed that I've been in some really great cities and I'm really starting to, you know, warm up to Kansas City and, and the city. And it's been great so far. Went to a Royals game, first Royals game they've ever been to. Now they're the worst team in baseball, but it still was fun. Oh, yes. Yeah, man, look, you know, I'm on cloud now because my Braves won the World Series. I'm on cloud now right now, Coach, on baseball. Well, let, let, well, first of all, let me just tell you, I'm the biggest Mets fan ever, so I can't stand the Braves. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we're 10 games up right now, and hopefully we'll hang on. As soon as we get our pitching, this is not the year of the Braves, my friend. Hey, I'm surrounded high, Coach. Well, I'm just I'm happy we, we got this. World Series. <laughs> right. Hey, look, when the Falcons choking, the Hawks choking, we finally got somebody to win something here in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, they've always been good. So you, you, you've been right there with them. 
You know what I'm saying? And Coach Redskins, man, you work for some great guys. Like you said, Coach Allen, how about working for Coach Smith? You know, uh, Tubby Smith is a, a guy I respect for many years. A very even-keeled guy. Just want to help, help young men, help his uh, staff as well. Talk about working, working for him and uh, what, what did he mean to your career as well? Yeah, he, he Tubby Smith, to me, he was like a father figure. I get chills just talking about him. Uh, a guy that I dearly love and, and a guy that really taught me the business and doing things the right way. And uh, that, you know, it's not all about – uh, the things that people think college basketball is about is about helping young men develop and having the opportunity to watch them grow as individuals and, and as student athletes. And, you know, Tubby was a by the book guy. I mean, there was no ever, no ideas of ever us going out there and cheating or doing anything that we weren't supposed to do. We were, we were by the rules. And I really respected that. You know, one of his favorite sayings was the softest pillow at night is a clear conscience. You know, when you go to bed at night working for Tubby Smith, you know you're doing everything the right way. And he just helped me in so many ways. You know, when I was with him, I went through a divorce, um, you know, and that was something that he was right there for me, you know, with my kids and everything. And I'm remarried now. And uh, second time's always better, my friend. I can tell you that. that. <laughs> so, so I've been blessed with a beautiful wife and, and, and just a great situation. But uh, Tubby was there through all of it. You know, my dad died. Um, Tubby was there. Um, all the things that he did. Um, to grow me as a man, to grow me as a coach, to grow me as a father, a husband. I just, I'm indebted to him. I think arguably the best college basketball coach to ever coach the game and by far the best overall coach. And I mean that in every aspect of his game. I love him to death and I do miss working with him, but we stay in contact. I'm sad that he left the game because when he retired, uh, I think we lost a great coach and somebody that, you know, represented our you know, our college basketball community in a great way. So we definitely miss Tubby Smith. And also, then you got with Coach Menzies and UNLV, so it's resistance to him. And uh, now you're with him here at Kansas City with the rules now, doing your thing. Man, so talk about Coach Menzies, man. I've always respected him as well. Always done good done for the game as well. Yeah, Co Coach Men Menzies, uh, Marvin's the greatest. You know, I've been friends with him for over 30 years. Um, I can remember when I was head coach at Angelo State and I recruited a couple of his players and he was the assistant coach at Santa Monica Junior College. And that's how we met. And we stayed friends ever since. We've always talked about that opportunity of, hey, someday we're going to work together. And, you know, we had a chance for only one year at UNLV. When he got the UNLV job, that's when I went to Memphis with Tubby. And uh, he wanted me to go to UNLV with him. And I just couldn't do it. I, I had to stay loyal to Tubby. Tubby's been so good to me. And we just rebuilt Texas Tech. And seeing that program change from when we got there, you know, four wins. I'm sorry, four last place finishes, four coaches when we got to Tech. And then in year three, we get them to the NCAA tournament. And then when a good host of our players, they go to the Elite Eight, and then they go on to the Final Four. So we feel really proud of the fact that we really built that Texas Tech program. And because Tubby left to go to Memphis, that opened up UNLV. And, and I didn't go with Coach Menzies, unfortunately. But um, now that I'm here at Kansas City, I'm excited. He he is just, a, he's definitely the only coach that I know that recruits as hard as he does. He is the hardest working recruiting coach that I know. He has an unbelievable relationship with his players. He's a guy that really you can look up to. Um, you know, every day has been fun so far since we've been here. We, we're actually living together right now in a, in a hotel. So we're getting to know each other even more, more than we ever did. But uh, I'm really blessed to be with him. He's a super coach and he's going to do great things here. And if you look at the, the what he did, at uh, New Mexico State, you know, nine years, eight championships, amazing.
I mean, there's not a lot of coaches that can say that. So he's one of the best in the business. I'm proud to be with him, and I'm looking forward to great things here at UMKC. Oh, Kansas City basketball. Yeah, it's, it's hard to be – I'm so used to it myself. It's so it's hard, man. It's so hard, Coach. Now, let me ask you this, man. How has the game changed since you got into the game uh, in the early 80s? Because I yeah, feel like yeah. it's just – how is it – you've seen, seen the game has changed all these years. What's, what's your opinion about the game, where it is, where it was, and where it is now? Yeah, the game has totally changed. You know, when I got back – when I got in in the 80s, uh, you know, it's just a different game. One of the biggest differences is that kids are just different. You know, there's so many things happening to them now. And, and I think you can attribute a lot of that to social media. You know, there's so much pressure about, you know, how many likes do I have and uh, who, how many followers do I have? And they're all trying to press other people. And, you know, I think there's a lot of things that I don't like about the game at this point. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the portal. You know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the portal. I think that the portal is a way for kids to quit and move on. And, and everybody's, you know, just right. As soon as something doesn't go right, they push the reset button, just like when they're playing Xbox, whatever, PS2 or whatever they're doing. You know, when the game's not going well and they're losing a game on that, you just push reset. And that's not reality. That's not life. And seeing all these kids transferring and all these kids going and trying to find something better, you know, whatever happened to just digging down and, and just working harder and being the best you can. And, you know, I don't like that whole avenue of teaching kids to quit. Um, but, you know, the, the, you have to adjust. If you're going to be in the business as long as I've been and as long as some of these other coaches have been, and it's all about longevity. And this is year 36 for me. And when I look at it, you know, I've got to adapt to the type of kids there are today. And I think the kids nowadays just need to be pushed differently. I think they understand differently. I think you got to show them more. Um, you got to show them more video. You got to show them more and teach them more. You can't, you know, these kids don't even never see Michael Jordan play. You know, they don't even know who Larry Bird is. I mean, when you ask them questions, um, even Tubby Smith, you know, some of the, who you worked for Tubby Smith, who's he? You know, they were born after he won the national championship in Kentucky so when you look at the generation and the and just the and it's hard to be a young kid now there's, there's no doubt because you're criticized on social media and they have a lot to deal with so I think it's a different game but you have to adapt and change or you can't make it in this business and I've been fortunate enough to be able to do that that's been probably why I've continued to have success coaching and coach, you know, I'll talk about the schemes. I feel like a lot of the NBA schemes and international schemes are not coming to college basketball more and more with some of the guys from that background coming to coach in college basketball. That's for you as a coach who started in the 80s. How have the schemes now changed as well for you guys to kind of prepare for? Yeah, you know, the, the game's changed. I mean, there's a lot of differences, even in the NBA game. You know, how many true centers are there? You know, you talk about, you know, anytime you're watching an NBA game, you know, a lot of these guys now, the bigger guys, in the game could step out, you know, and there's a lot of pick and roll action. There's a lot of pick and pop action. And there's a lot more perimeter play than there was in the past as far as bigs. I mean, that's kind of changed, that kind of scheme. I think the game's a lot faster than it was when I first got into business. I think the, the players are stronger, uh, more athletic. There's so many advances in just the strength and conditioning part. You know, and now that we can take care of kids as far as feeding them and giving them the proper nutrition and, and the proper things they need to grow their bodies, I think you're seeing a, a bigger transformation of players when they enter in their freshman year to their senior year. You know, you're seeing their bodies just get stronger and bigger and faster. And so I think that all has to do with the evolution of strength and conditioning. 
and what these strength and conditioning coaches are able to produce and do. So um, the game's changing. It's definitely a faster game. There's way more pick and rolls, pick and pops that have ever been, you know, screening action is, is something that you see way more of nowadays than back when I first started. And then just the technology, analytics is changing the game as well. You know, there's so much stuff out there about analytics, you know. It's crazy. It's almost to the point of just ridiculous. They can tell you almost anything, combinations and who's out there with who and, you know, how many times you scored doing this and how many times you scored doing that. And all these programs really make you dig into how they can help you be better your team um, and all the video and all this incredible stuff we have here that, you know, they can recognize the kid's face on the court and follow them around and just shot trackers and watching them and video everything you can do now is amazing so kids today have a lot of advantages because they can really be you know a, a student of the game and see everything that they're doing wrong and get themselves better and coach for you in your career what has atlanta meant to you for us for finding down in the rough guys because everybody can't go to georgia tech in georgia here in atlanta so talk about recruiting georgia recruiting atlanta and specifically about how the culture here and how the aau programs are and high school coaching is finding guys who are prepared to play college ball for you day one rather than have to get them into that mode you know, I think Atlanta is one of the hotbeds of, uh, of high school basketball. I've been really fortunate. I've signed, oh, probably about 20 kids out of Atlanta. I can remember back in the day, guys like Jamie Roberts. And, uh, you know, these are guys that were in Albany, Georgia, uh, Keith and Kevin Samuel. And just a couple of years ago, Victor Inu, uh, we signed at Memphis. He was, he was a Memphis kid. I'm sorry, not a Memphis kid, an Atlanta kid. Um, going up to Norcross High School and recruiting that area. And, you know, Tubby got a great one at Norcross when you look at Jody Meeks. There's always been really good players that came out of Atlanta. I, I really appreciate the high school coaches there. Um, I think it's a, it's a great place. I think the uh, from the Atlantic Celtics, you know, and all those organizations that have been around since I started coaching. Um, there's been great players out of the state. So I do follow Atlanta basketball. I definitely do. I know a lot of coaches there. And Jabari Smith, I had a chance to coach him um, just last summer. That was, I was a high school coach, so I was able to coach in the Pangos All-American game, and he was on my team. And uh, seeing him develop, you know, I watched him in high school develop, and he may be the first pick in the NBA draft this year, or he'll definitely be in the top two or three. Um, the, the players that have been created out of, you know, Atlanta have been incredible. And uh, I'm a big Josh Pastner fan. So I'm hoping that he continues to, what he's done at Georgia Tech's been fantastic. And I hope he can continue to grow that program because he's got a big time home base there with a lot of great players. Hey, he's a great guy. I feel like we're blessed here in Atlanta. I, I mean, we have we have my man, Amir Dura, he left the road in Kennesaw. We got Josh right here in the, right here in the city. We got Greg, Gary. Uh, down in Macon, we got now we got Mike White up there at Georgia. So I feel like also Brian Berg down there in Statesboro. So I feel like our D1 schools have got some great guys in the position right now. And I feel like kids are going to have a lot of options now, but I, I love them all. And I hate when, they, hate when they lose. They're all good guys to me. Yeah, they are. And, and, and all those guys, some of those guys are younger coaches, like Brian Berg. I remember he was at Texas Tech. And, you know, Greg, um, he, you know, he was, um, I believe he was at Purdue. You know, so a lot of those guys have really developed and gotten better. And it's a great state for basketball. It's one of the best. And I feel like to any Atlanta kid listening to the show, I've known Coach Joe for years, so I'm going to give him my approval. Go play for the Roos in Kansas City. He's a great guy. He'll take care of you. I'll tell you, I'll put it out there. I've known him for years. He's a good guy. He'll take good care of you. Well, I appreciate that. And I think we're doing something special here. You know, we're doing it the right way. We've got a great group of guys coming in. We're excited about the, the kids returning and the kids that we brought in. And we're looking forward to a really good year and building 
building, as I call BAM, building a monster. You know, that's been my, that's been my montage since I got to Texas Tech, you know, hashtag BAM. And uh, it's all about building, getting better every day, trying to, you know, really do a good job of, you know, mastering your craft. And as soon as I feel like I'm not learning anymore and I'm not enthusiastic about the game, it'll be time to step away. But uh, right now I got tons of gas in my tank and I'm looking forward to uh, building this program into a great program with Coach Menzies. And Coach Joe, tell me about your, your show in Vegas. Coach Joe knows on Fridays, man. Tell me about, tell me about that segment. Now, how did it get started? Yeah, that, that was kind of a deal where I got out there and I was coaching in Vegas with Coach Menzies and, and I got a chance to meet some people that worked with ESPN and, and, and Cofield and company is a show that's out there. It's one of the top sports shows in uh, Vegas for sure and in the country. And uh, I got a chance to get on there a couple times with them as it kind of just kept getting better and better and better. And then when we we left the job at UNLV, I uh, was just sitting out doing nothing. And they said, man, you should come on our show. And it just blew up and it turned into the Coach Joe No Show. And uh, we did it on every, you know, we changed the days. I did a lot more, obviously, back then when I was living in Vegas, could I get to the studio and stuff. But I absolutely loved it. I love the radio piece. I love it. And uh, hopefully someday when, when I'm not coaching, um, I can get some TV, radio, you know, spots where I can do stuff like that. I always want to be a color commentator. That's what I thought I was going to be before I ended up being a coach. And this Coach Joe Knows was, was a lot of fun. And uh, the Cofield and Company show was a great show. And we were able to get great coaches on there from my relationships, you know, with different coaches throughout the country. We've had everybody on that show. Um, and it's been fun. So it's, it's a cool piece. And I really appreciate all the guys in radio. You know, they used to say, I have a face for radio. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but uh, that's not that's yeah. that, coach. That's I'll tell you that, coach. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think that was. I think that was good. I asked my wife about it. She said, "No, honey, you're fine." So that was good. But uh, whether I have a face for radio or not, I know that I got the love for basketball, and I'm glad I'm a coach. No doubt. And coach, you know what's crazy about radio for me? I got I got started in 2010, man. How it's changed for even for me. Now I didn't, I didn't hear heard a Zoom until 2020, Coach. Now I'm doing video interviews. I had no idea how to do a Zoom. I was strictly, hey, we're gonna get on this consult in the studio and call in at this time. I become more flexible now. I can do it from my basement now. I don't have to go driving to Atlanta to the studio anymore. So even for me on the radio side, it's changed since COVID's happened uh, immensely. Yeah. yeah, it has. It's changed even relationships. You know how many Zoom meetings we do with recruits you know, with parents and just setting up different things. And, and, you know, during that whole COVID deal, I can remember doing a bunch of Zooms with former players. We had so much fun. You know, we had, we would actually watch a game together. Um, you know, former players like at Minnesota. Um, we had Cubby on there and a bunch of former guys. And we watched some of our NCAA tournament games together. And, you know, the laughs and the camaraderie. And I think that whole culture of the Zoom and stuff really changed um, a lot of our deals with relationships we're building with our players from the past. So we do so much Zoom now with recruiting and stuff. It's almost like when you want to talk to somebody, you want to do a FaceTime or something where you can see them, and it's more personable. So it's been an advantage uh, for us in college basketball. And, Coach, for me as well, getting to see my guests actually to see you all rather than talk to you on the phone is so much more fun because we can actually have an interaction. We see each other. Like, now, for some of these, I was on the phone with Josh Pasner and, uh, you know, Renzo Romar and Trent Johnson, those guys. And now I can see them when I talk to them. Now it's like we have some more engaging them because it's not just the phone. We had a relationship, okay. of course, but the phone, but the, the, the Zoom made it so much better, man. It does. It makes it more personal. You know, it makes it more personal. And uh, it, it's just definitely a, a cool deal. 
Well, Coach Joe, I hope we'll see you real soon. I hope to I'll see you at the, maybe the Peace Jam or Lake Point. Hope to see you. I'll be there reporting there, covering that. So hope to see you come to town. We'll go hang out a little bit. Catch, catch up some more, Coach. No doubt. No doubt. I probably will be on Peace Jam, so I hope to see you. And uh, look forward to uh, to just continually. I'll come on again. Anytime you need me, man, I'll come on. You know, I'm, I always take care of my guys. For you to say that you are a camper in my camps, this is a big-time feeling. It makes me feel proud. So I look forward to hearing you. Thanks for having me on your show. I appreciate it. And uh, go Ruse. Anytime, Coach. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you. All right. What's up, fans? Our partners here at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's NBA Finals, NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Not only does Bet Online sponsor the Boss Man Show, they'll sponsor you too. Get bet, bet online today because the Boss Man said so. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.